Welcome to the introduction of our podcast. It's the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Isn't that insane? Hello, family and friends out there. (laughs) Community. (laughs) Coin. All right, guys. My name is Gabriella Hutchins. I'm Taylor Brown. I'm Melissa Hill. And yeah, we we have a podcast now. So this is, you know, we just wanted to come on here really quick and just explain what we're doing, why we're doing it, who we're doing it for. And so it all started with just a little idea, you know, a Mm -hmm. while ago, uh, maybe about two years ago, there was just Mm -hmm. an idea of, gosh, I feel like everybody knows the Christian version of me, but they don't know the real me. They right. know who I carry my, how I carry myself on a Sunday, but they don't know the Monday through Saturday, Gabby, that struggles a lot. And I knew that every single time I shared my testimony, there was a lot of breakthrough for other people. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. Wow, God, 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 God. My life was this way, but God. And so I realized that when I was real and when I was raw, when I was myself, who God created me to be with all of, shoot, just every piece of my past, that's where God showed up the most. And so I identified that. What is it? The the phrase, uh, by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Mm-hmm. So Jesus already did his part. My part is just sharing my testimony yeah, and exactly. being real. And so it started with an idea. A while later, maybe, I mean, almost like a year and a half later, you know, I realized that, gosh, it's an idea with me, but it's something that can come to life with us three. Exactly. You know, and many people in our community, honestly, so... We just started it. Guys, hey, what if we did a podcast? What if we had a podcast? We didn't know what it was going to be called at the time, but we nope. did. We, <laughs> we Not knew, at all. <laughs> right? We knew, though, that one thing we did well was start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. A real conversation where we were real and raw and genuine and authentic. And one thing, I think something I'm gifted in, one of my pro and my con of myself would be <laughs> I am very unfiltered. I'm just, Mm -hmm. you know what you're going to get when you get it. And so we were that way in our relationship. And there have been a lot of behind the scenes conversations where, man, we kind of dissected our past a little bit and our frustrations and our struggles and how difficult it is to walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. And I think in those behind the scene conversations, we realized that these were conversations that need to be brought to light because in the same way it was behind the scenes for us, it's behind the scenes for other people too, who may feel alone. Mm -hmm. And one of our big things in this is like, we don't want people to feel alone at all. Yeah. So this is a community. Yeah. Let's start off with that, that this is not just a podcast. This Mm -hmm. is not just three women who are young and don't exactly know what we're doing and we're just we're just talking on here we are truly our desire is to just start conversations and to point you to christ and we want you to not feel alone in a lot of things this is just an introduction and so each podcast will be i'm sorry each session will be a space where we are just real about something our first session i'm just gonna say it now i'm supposed to wait until the end let's just say it it. it's gonna be on sex and Ooh, unfiltered spicy, unfiltered rated r for sure no mm-hmm. i'm just kidding no. but you know what it's just <laughs> just careful life, where you're you know? listening to it yeah and i knew in my own life that i you know i kind of had my relationship with god first mm-hmm. i, I kind of knew that god had shown up in many ways in my life right. if we're being real i should not be alive today i should not have a voice to speak today right mm-hmm. so I met God before I knew the Bible. Mm-hmm. Then I become a Christian. And I'm like, oh, I want, I want to walk with Christ. I want a relationship with God. And inevitably, that's through Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So right. I open my Bible. All I see are a lot of rules and regulations, okay? All I see are a lot of do's and don'ts. I had a lot of instructions on uh, B 
behavior modification, but my heart mm-hmm. wasn't in it for a lot of, you know, my Christian journey or my, just my life. So here, you know, um, yeah. And like the whole thing, what you were just saying, Gab, about behavior modification and heart transformation is what we're doing is we're trying to open up conversations in pursuit of heart transformation, not behavior modification. Yeah. You know, cause at the end of the day, it's not really about do, 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 but it's really about what God is doing in your heart. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it, we look to God as our source mm. in everything. So we're always going to be trying to point you guys back to God, but we're going to keep these conversations as real as we can yeah. because we believe it starts with the heart and w- once God starts stirring that thing up in your heart, you start to see it in your actions. Mm-hmm. So whatever is happening in your life, when God steps into that space, mm. um, he stirs something in there. And then all of a sudden you start seeing things differently. Mm. You start living differently. You start wanting to do things differently. Yeah. And that's just all the work of God transforming your heart. Yeah. And in order to get to your heart, I, I just had to be real with where my heart was. I had to right. go to God at one point in my life and not just play victim and, oh, the woe is me. This all happened to me, but take ownership for myself and and my heart and Mm -hmm. the way I saw God and the way I lived my life. And so it started with like, hey, Lord, so like I know you say you're for me, but I kind of don't really believe it. Mm -hmm. And so let's start there. And hey, Lord, like there's a lot of guilt and condemnation and shame Mm -hmm. in my past that I constantly feel. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to give it to you. I'm not going to walk into church on a Sunday and just pretend like I am just healed all of a sudden. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm going to, I'm not going to pretend like the pains of my past are not there because they are crippling me every single day that I'm not talking about it Mm -hmm. and I'm not open about it. And one thing I loved and one thing we identified was, is you know, the enemy loves to play in the dark mm-hmm. where yes. I'm not talking, where I don't share, where I'm not honest, where I'm not real. That's where he plays with me. He's in my mind heavy y'all. Like I, I, I realized that just talking just, it didn't necessarily heal me, but it started conversations that ultimately led to breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're doing. That's the purpose here. We want to start conversations with you and we just want to be honest and we want to be real and we want to have a community of that. You know, I don't want to listen, y'all. I'm not interested in facades. I'm not interested Mm-mm. in people who are perfect, who act like they're perfect. I'm not interested in doing life with somebody who knows all of the Bible. I want to know someone's heart and I exactly. want to be around people whose heart is for God. And listen, that can sound overwhelming. Gabby, you know, I'm, I don't even know God yet, but somehow I got to your podcast. So I'm going to talk about our audience really quick. I want to talk about... This is not just for Christians or believers. In Coin, the most beautiful thing about our community at Coin Church is that you do not have to believe to belong, and we believe that. Mm-hmm. And Koinonia is the Holy Spirit in community, and we are so big on community. So, number one, this is not just a podcast, it's a community. But, goodness, I lost my train of thought. But also, I just want to say really quick, we don't know it all, you guys. There we like go. We are very... We are still young. We are still in our journey and all this. But at the same time, you can you can not know it all and still be able to have these conversations and growth come out of it. And that's ultimately like what we want to see. And even us, us three, one another, and then see in you guys as well, you know? Yeah. And, and you can... T- take this and take it to other people that you know mm. um so we don't know it all <laughs> not a lick y'all no, no. <laughs> we really don't we really don't but we want to do this with people yeah 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 you know uh taylor was talking about it another day and we realized that the special thing about our group was is that we were really real with each other and that we have each other and in a lot of the areas i remember there was one night where taylor just opened up a lot with me and that's mm-hmm. when our bond 
just became greater because she was real about, you know, something in her life. And that's when I knew, okay, there are some people that are just so fully authentic and want to do that with other people. We got to start this. We have to do this. We have to, you know, I don't want to keep this goodness to myself. Hello. I don't want to just be real with you guys and grow with you guys. We're going to do this with everybody who comes across this and everybody who comes across us and our community. And so we are young, yes, but we are like no other young people you're up, you'll ever meet. I'm 22. What, how old are you? 23. I'm 23 too. <laughs> Dang, y'all. Oh, shoot. Uh, 24, 24 in April. Dang. Okay, yeah, I'm going to be 24 in like two weeks. So you know what? We're I'm, I'm sorry, 23. She's skipping you. So... You know what? We're really young, guys. We're really young. We don't know it all. I'm not even, you know, we, I don't know. We don't even know what we're doing here. You guys should have no. seen the chaos before to get this podcast <laughs> If you could just going. see where we're at right now. No, oh, yeah, like, seriously. that's, shoot, already a victory that we're doing this. But you know what? Uh, whether you're young or not, whether you're old or wherever you're at, you know, our audience are just people who have not been real, who feel like they have to be fake, who aren't themselves in a church setting, uh, who just you know want to have real conversations because they're t- tired of pretending, mm-hmm. or even they just honestly want to know answers. Like they want mm-hmm. answers. You yeah. know what I mean? And they may feel like they can't ask those questions because being in a church setting, sometimes you feel like yeah. I should know all this stuff because all the people around me know this stuff. And yeah. let me just tell you, no, we mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, not nobody. <laughs> no, we all we lying. Don't. We're liars. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I'm just kidding. No, for real. No. So, Mm, that's you good. are not alone in that at yeah. all. And, you know, the naturally there's a lot of judgment that comes. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, it, I think it's just a weird stigma that's attached to church that a lot of us have experienced pain and judgment in a church. And sometimes you feel like when the when the Bible pierces your heart, you're taking that as man's judgment. But sometimes the word is just the word. And, you know what I'm saying? The word is our guide. And there are some things that you do need to change. But for whatever reason, we are easily offended and we constantly feel judged. And honestly... People are judgmental. I I can't sit here and say that I have not judged somebody. So especially when you're in a church setting. Listen, I walked into church. I walked into coin. It was my first time. It was the backyard, y'all. And I walked in and the weekend before, the most traumatic experience of my life happened. We'll go into that another day. But I had a lot of shame. I had a lot Mm -hmm. of guilt. I was broken. I was just in the worst place possible. And somehow I came across coin. Somehow I came across people who just loved God and they did not judge me. But all I knew was before the other churches that I had gone to in these seasons, I felt judged. You know what I'm saying? I got color. I got pigment on my skin. My hair is a little thicker and bigger than everybody (laughs) else's. I smile a lot. I have tattoos. I'm tall. You know, I have a big personality. I'm not this cookie cutter person. And so I always feel judged everywhere I go, especially in a church. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we, we're not going to judge you here. You know, we want to have real conversations and our audience are just people who want to build their relationship with God. Maybe who, people who are curious about God, mm-hmm. uh, what it means to follow God. We want to really specify here again that it's not uh, about behavior modifications, but true heart transformation. Mm-hmm. We want to we want to be real about where we're really at so God can actually move in our lives and you know what I'm saying? Let's be real. That's why it's called Let's Be Real. Even seasoned Christians uh, compromise what the Bible say. And we yeah, want to mm-hmm. just dig Very deep true. and, you know, talk about why you shouldn't, you know? So uh, just another exciting thing that our first podcast is on sex. Mm-hmm. Even Christians, seasoned Christians who act a certain way behind closed doors are intentionally not obeying God's word, having sex. So yeah. you got to know that whether you're a Christian or not, every single person 
is doing something that they know they shouldn't because they don't understand that their heart has to be in it. Mm-hmm. If I'm being real, y'all, I became a Christian. I was still having sex. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I was having fun. So it wasn't until I had the heart transformation and until God met me in my heart and until I was honest about all of those things. And honestly, I had to let God in those spaces. I realized that there was a lot of areas in my life that I hadn't let God into. And I was pretending to be in a certain place that I truly wasn't. I would go to church on Sunday and not talk about my sex life. Then Monday through Saturday, what was I doing? You know, hello. So that that's just an <laughs> yeah. example on, you know, uh, this is not just to tell you what you should and should not do, but ah, gosh, I just want to, we just want to share a testimony. We, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know everything, but we do know what God has done. We do know mm-hmm. the heart transformation that has happened. We do know where, where he's met us. He met me in some dark places and we'll, we'll unravel that. He's met Taylor in some dark places. We'll unravel that. He met us in churches. You know what I'm saying? We'll unravel those things. And so honestly, Tay, if you want to just take over and just kind of talk about we, this is an introduction, but we don't want to teach you here today. We want to, we want to give you Bible and our heart and our yeah. passion behind why we're doing it, not just with our opinion and our experience, but we believe with God's word. And so we'll let Tay do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you guys. So basically we kind of want to draw an analogy for you. And this is going to be the story. Some of you may have heard it. Some of you may have not, but it's the story of the, um, the Saul to Paul conversion. And in this, in this story, we, uh, yeah, we wanted to draw an analogy. So Paul used to be called Saul. And if you guys don't know, Saul was a Jew and he was very dedicated to his heritage, dedicated to what he already knew and what he had thought to be true. Um, and a huge part of the Jewish belief was, um, that a Messiah was coming basically. And that Messiah was going to be the one to come and save the world and all these different things. And the Messiah meaning, yeah, the savior of their people. But in all of that, hearing this about Jesus and the savior of the world, this rubbed Saul the wrong way. And he kept hearing Christians proclaiming that this Messiah was coming, that he was the savior of the world. And um, he took it upon himself, Saul eventually took it upon himself to basically go and persecute the church because he saw that this was wrong because what he knew is no the messiah is not here yet this person jesus who is calling himself the messiah that is not correct and so he felt that he needed to take the need on himself to go and arrest and persecute the and persecute people who followed the christians and so i just want to give a little bit more of bible like on this and it says uh in acts uh we see that saul encounters Jesus on the road to Damascus. And what happens in this story is Jesus basically shines a light on Saul because Saul was on his way to Damascus to go persecute the church. So the light shines upon Saul and he becomes blind. And what happens in this is, uh, here's, here's, uh, the verse. It says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Hmm. Who, who are you, Lord? Paul said this, and he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, but rise and enter the city and you will be told what you are to do. And so in this, in this time, when he flashes this light, Paul becomes blind. Well, Saul, and then he becomes Paul. He becomes blind for three days. And there's this guy named Ananias and Jesus tells him to go visit Saul because basically Jesus gave Ananias a vision that he would be visiting him to lay hands on him so that Paul could get his sight back. Um, 
So what Ananias had to do is he was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the guy that's been killing Christians. This is the guy who is against the Christians. He's against the church and I'm a Christian. And so in a way, Ananias was afraid, but he took it upon himself and he said, okay, like I'm going to go do it. Um, and what Jesus had said to Ananias, and this is really important. He says, go for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. And so Ananias went and he restored his sight. And something like, and then the word says that something like scales fell from Saul's eyes mm. and he could see again. And so in verse 20, like not too long after that, we, it, it, it jumps straight into it. And we yeah, see yeah, that yeah. Paul starts proclaiming the gospel, mm. which is wild. It's yeah, crazy. That's his conversion story. And it's crazy guys. And we wanted to draw that analogy mm. because hello, you know, <laughs> Paul before back in the day, Paul was literally persecuting the Christians, which means, mm -hmm. and uh, they said it in there. He said, who is this man? Like, who is he to do this? Mm -hmm. Who is Gabby to start a podcast on being real when she's had deception and manipulation in her life? Who is right. Taylor, who is not sinless, to talk about the gospel of God and to spread God's word? Who is Alyssa, who doesn't know at all, mm -hmm. has the audacity to just start about, just start yeah. talking about God? Like, that's the analogy we're drawing, is that, you know, Paul was first Saul. And we have to be real about where you know the seasons where we were Saul I'm not saying yeah. that you were killing nobody you know yeah. I'm not saying that but I'm just saying that you were not always a Christian and the testimony and and where we see God most is in your testimony in in where Saul was the greatest story the greatest thing Saul did was go from persecuting Christians to basically leading them for a, the rest yeah. of his life that's huge but we have to acknowledge Saul we have to acknowledge that season so we want to tell y'all acknowledge that season productively look back into your past not you know play victim i could play victim a lot take ownership for your past and just be real about where you have come and where you've been and goodness so so we can see god's glory let's mm -hmm. be real about that season and so this note is saul was dedicated to his jewish cust jewish custom in the same way we can be very dedicated to our ways our thinking how we live and in many ways he just had a lot of lack of knowledge and that's a big part of my life. A lot of my life, I, you know, I knew God and, and I, I knew where he had shown up. And I, I knew that a lot of, there were a lot of miracles in my life. So I knew that he was miraculous and he mm -hmm. was gracious and he was loving, but I had a lot of lack of knowledge. And so mm -hmm. we're going to open up a lot of conversations and, and give you knowledge and give you yeah. Bible and explain to you the heart part of why maybe there are some things you shouldn't be doing. That's why our first podcast is on sex. You know, listen, okay, so, you know, rated R, but I've already dabbled in the pudding, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's like having a piece of chocolate, and then you tell me I can't have chocolate again. What you mean? Very true. So a lot of my life, I didn't have the knowledge or the heart uh, to mm -hmm. really be dedicated to God enough to not have sex, but mm -hmm. it was because I had lack of knowledge. So I kind of knew, oh, the Bible calls me to save sex for marriage. But I didn't listen because I was like, oh, it's just those Christians being strict and being religious and, you know, just kind of, I don't know why God is so rude. Why would he keep this from me? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, so, so, you know. Um, That's fast. Yeah. And another key thing was uh, the crazy thing is that in order for, you know, 
Saul to become Paul, God had to catch his attention. He did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, God, God met him where he was. And it caused Saul to be real with himself, real about where he was, about how he was living and what he was doing. He had seen the truth and now he would spend the rest of his life, excuse me, goodness gracious, proclaiming the truth that he knew. Mm -hmm. So I would be doing a disservice to you guys if I had experienced God and did not move forward and share my testimony. That's why we're so, gosh, I'm getting excited. We are so passionate about this podcast because it'll always precursor with, you know, I was this way and I did these things, but God, I, I, I I had an abortion, but God, Mm -hmm. I I was very promiscuous, but God, you know what I'm saying? I I grew up this way in abuse, but God. And so it's just incredible to see God move in those spaces. Mm -hmm. But number one, he had to catch my attention. Oh, he had to catch my attention. Mm -hmm. We could talk about that forever. God has caught all of our attention. He's actually caught your attention. There's, there's been some scenarios in your life or some situations that have happened where he caught your attention. But the thing is, we have to do it. As soon as he gets our attention, I have to turn my head to him. We have to do something with it. Hello, yes. And that's, you know, we want to explain, I guess, you know, why you do make changes. And that when the heart transformation is there, naturally the behavior modification will follow. But we don't, we're not telling you, you know, like a lot of people feel that first it's, you meet God, you give your life to God, and then there's behavior modification. That's not the case. Your heart has to be there. Yeah. But in order for your heart to be there, you have to be real about where you're at. Mm-hmm. And you have to start some conversations. And whether it's with people or whether it's with yourself or whether it's it's with God, there has you have to start that conversation. You just have to be real. I, yeah, I think the big thing is like you have to be real with yourself. Mm. Like You have to be real and honest with yourself. And in that, you have to be real and honest with God yeah. about yourself. And then... In that, you have to be real and honest with the people around you. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. That's also why this is a community. Mm-hmm. So explain that piece. Why Why is it so important that we're even doing this? Well, guys, why are we doing this podcast? Tell me, why, why is community so important? I think there is a certain aspect to community that you just don't have alone with you and God. <clears throat> yeah. And that's just me being straight up because a lot of my life I spent... It was just me and God. I just felt like me and God against the world, me and God against the Mm. world. And it's just me and God. That's all I need. That's all I need. But it wasn't until I actually got plugged into like a community of people where I can talk about these things uh, is where I started really seeing growth and seeing transformation in my own life. So in a way, like it's good if you do have God. Like, you know, there's some people out there that just don't and they want to know God or whatever. But like, if you do have God, don't think that it's just you and God against the world because that's mm. not how it was designed. Yeah. God did not create it that way for you to be. Because um, even in the word, like it talks about, do not forsake the assembly of God. Like, do not forsake your community, your church, the people around you yeah. that um, can pour into you. You can pour into them. Um don't walk away from it because in isolation, a, a lot of things are still done in the dark and a yeah. lot of things um, you're still dealing with and you have no one to talk to about it. Yeah, you take it to God, but you still feel the guilt and shame for whatever reason. Like, And that's why you need to uh, kind of put these things out on the table because mm. you are not the only one dealing with this stuff. Hello. And a lot of people th- believe they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you go ahead. Preach to me. <laughs> <No. Tamara. laughs> Preach to me. But uh, another key thing in the passage that Taylor was talking about was the, the crazy thing is, and we're just getting excited on the Bible, but we got to give you Bible in this that, you know, uh, God is outside of time. So he saw, he saw, he saw, saw <laughs> yeah, doing, you know, persecuting the Christians, but he also saw Saul as Paul. 
proclaiming right, the yeah. gospel. Right. So because he's go- outside of time, space, ah, and matter. Tell like, him. He's outside of everything. So literally, it's like God looks down on your life, and He has a snapshot of everything mm. that it is, and He sees you as sanctified. Well, that's kind of churchy, but like He sees you as like all that he's created you to be, even in the times where you feel the lowest, like he still sees so much in you and so much worth and value. And a lot of people don't realize that because we're so caught up in our mind all the time. Mm. Um, But God sees you in every space, at every given moment, at every time, in every choice that you make, he Mm. sees it all in one snapshot. Shoot. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Taylor just looked at me with the biggest eyes like, did you just hear what I said? That is dope. But that's God. But that's God. Yeah. We can't explain it. But uh, let's see. This just want to make this last note so we don't miss it. That yeah. you can't have Paul without Saul, right? Mm-hmm. You can't have God's glory without being real about the Saul season. Okay. So let's be real. That's why we're doing this. You've had salvation your ho- this whole time. You've had salvation. Listen, I I believe that there are going to be people who don't know God that listen to this podcast. Oh yeah, because we're just being real. So you 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 have salvation. You you have God's grace. You already have God's love. He already accepts you and loves you and sees you at, at your greatest point in life. But also accepts you exactly where you are. But you know what I'm saying? He loves you way too much to let you stay the same. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about those things also. And we say all that to say, be real, be open, be honest. Don't remember those the times or the the times that bring you pain and guilt and condemnation and sulk in your sorrows or play victim. But remember that all of those things were to bring God glory and that your life is for God. And I I don't know about y'all, but I'm dedicated to to God and to living my life for and with God. And so also remember, you know, God's waiting for you to be real so that he can meet you where you're really at. Mm -hmm. He can't work on where you pretend to be. Yes. That's so good. let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. And in the same way, but also in the same way, really quick, I just want to say this because um, what we're basically saying is Paul, God saw Saul as Paul as well. Like he saw him as Saul when he was killing Christians, mm-hmm. but all along he saw him as Paul at as the well. same time. Yeah. And so in the same way with Gabby, when he, when he saw Gabby and all of her brokenness and all her mess ups or whatever it was, he saw the Gabby that there is now and the mm. Gabby that is going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in all of this, when God is looking at you, we want to encourage you. Like when God is looking mm. at you, he may see your brokenness and that's okay. Yeah. But he also sees you in, in, in all his glory. Like he also sees you, um, being everything that he had called you to be from the beginning of time. Yeah. But you have to see that in yourself as well. Yeah. And um, that starts with you having honest conversations with God. Yeah. Like, God, this is how I feel. This is where I'm at. This is what's going on. And this is really difficult for me. Or I don't really even know how to go to you, God. I don't even know if you're mm. real, but I hope you're out there. Mm. Like, just be honest with him because yeah. he sees you at your best. Yeah. That's good. And if it makes anybody feel any comfortable, you know, I have a wicked past, y'all. So if I can do it, you can do it, you know. And uh, Taylor has a past and Alyssa has a past. And so, you know, um, we just want to be real. So let's be real, y'all. Our our, our first real session is on sex. (laughs) Loud and proud. (laughs) Loud and proud. (laughs) S-E-X. No, no, no. But uh, we love you guys so much. Love you guys. Uh, can't wait to see you next time. Well, not really Session. see you. Yeah. <laughs> tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Yeah, and uh, 
we'll, we'll, uh, I wanted to say we'll see you soon, but I just stopped myself, but we'll stay tuned. Stay, <laughs> stay tuned, guys. Stay okay, tuned. bye. Bye.